Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Do you know what I feel like doing? Playing my station. Of course, I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Game Break. I'm your host, Kalo, as always, here to give you the lowdown on mid-cycle console refreshes, and I'm joined by my co-host. Well, I got this his station to my play, it's aim on the mic. I like to be stationary at all times, but I also like to thank anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Now... We enter the world of the console wars. We have stoked the flame enough whenever it comes to talking about the latest PlayStation 5 rumors, the Xbox Series X rumors. And now we're here today to bring you some more information when it comes to a potential PlayStation 5 Pro. We're about to get pro out here, ladies and gentlemen, and I think you better buckle up because we're about to enter the rumor mill. I don't know. We, we need a sound. We need a sound for that. Do we? Do you think we can afford that? Afford what? Like, uh, a... like, like in real life, I don't pay attention to you. Of course. Well, we're going to proceed anyway. All right. According to a new rumor by Red Tech Gaming, the PlayStation 5 Pro iteration of the console will be released by 2024. Not only that, but it will bring several improvements over the base version of the console when it comes to various technologies such as ray tracing and capabilities and performance. Now... Very, very heavy grain of salt right there. So if this happens to not be true or it's not the PlayStation Pro, you know, blame DJ Aim because he's the one that started it. Absolutely (laughs) not. Don't throw me under the bus. Now, do you want me to throw various technological terms at you that you might not really understand but think are cool? Do you want me to do that? Do you know what it means? I don't know, but I'm going to read it anyway. According to the rumor by RGT, the new iteration of the PlayStation 5 console will become available by the end of 2023 slash sometime in 2024. It brings two times. That's two. Two times performance in the standard roster. 2.5 times in ray tracing over the vanilla version and it will be designed to provide a better experience of playstation vr titles so kev for those who are listening i don't that don't know what any of those means can you explain to the less technological people what those items mean it do games good that's what it does (laughs) that's what it does this console is also stated to use advanced reconstruction techniques rgt clarifies that the techniques won't be the same as the amd's fsr2 i don't even know what that is but it will be based on sony's own research the system will also use the TSMC's 5 nanometer process. At least that's what I think NM means. But this process is primarily utilized by Zen 4 cores. And how many listeners are we losing right now? I don't know. And it is also designed for a higher performance computing. So basically my vanilla explanation of it does games good is basically what this console refresh is meant to do. Now... I personally did not own a base Xbox 360. I had an Xbox 360 Elite, which is one of those mid-cycle refreshes. I did not upgrade my base Xbox One to it. I think it was... Xbox Two. Xbox Two. The 720 was originally slated, or that was the rumor. 680, 420, all of that stuff. But there was a upgraded version. Uh, it was Project Scorpio for the Xbox yeah. One. I own a base Xbox Series X, and I also own a PlayStation 4 Pro. 
Not to flex, but it shows that there is a variety of different consoles. You want me to flex on you? I got the Xbox Series 1. I got a PS4. I got an Xbox 360. I got a PS5. And I got a PC and a Switch. So you basically have an Xbox 8020, if the math checks out. That's yeah. Carry the one minus the two, that whole deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the match shells. I have. I'm sure my math. It's over yeah, somewhere. But it's as expected that Sony will release a new PlayStation. It was always and, rumored, always going to happen. And also, so was Xbox. And, and I was Xbox, just about to say Xbox yeah, too. Xbox. Oh my! The amount of um re, the mid consoles that Xbox did to you know four HD and all that was like in every like, every month there was a new Xbox console. I felt like. Go from 2015 to 2022, 2021, um, I mean, but um, also I feel like this is good because then you know we have these shortages of consoles of the <laughs> PS5 and um the new one. So you know having these mid consoles come out, that's always good. But funny enough, the PS5 actually got a mid console because they, if you look at the day one PS5 that came out to the new ones that are coming out now. There are some changes to it to make the productions easier to make and cheaper as well. The um, if you haven't look up on YouTube, there's a guy named by Austin Evans. He opens it up and he tells you that like they cheaped out on the fans with the newer PS5. Yeah, it was all these like minute changes that do add up over time. And to your point of all right, we're potentially getting a PlayStation 4 Pro. Haven't even gotten the Switch Pro. Going to let that one rest, but. We we're going to get this and people still can't get their hands on a base PlayStation five or it's not readily available. I know the pandemic is happening. I know everything is happening in that regard, but it's kind of weird. It's like a weird call. Like personally, if I was Sony, I would have dropped a PlayStation five pro whenever like production of the base one got off and running. It was more stable. I just don't understand. And, you know, who is this console for? That That's the main reason I brought up this topic. You go back and it says it's better for PlayStation VR. How many people are playing VR titles? Is it that prominent where you need to make the change to this console to just appease VR players? Like, is it that that needed? Is it? that popping are we going to get a new playstation vr rig would you being an owner of this console knowing the upgrades all the technical terms of ray tracing two times whatever is this a console you're looking at or not at all not at all no um pc like i'll i have a ps5 unless one day the ps5 overheats dies then i'll buy the newest ps5 that comes out with the retracing and all that. But like I said, the fact is a lot of people don't know this, but like a lot of things that the consoles advertise, nine out of 10 times, your monitor, your TV screen can't even handle it. So it's like, it's not unless you have like a $4,000 TV or have a cinema in your living, in your house, like those rich people do. And then you can plug it in. Then yeah, then it's worth it. But other than that, it's not worth it at all. Before we continue the show, I wanted to take a little time to talk about Noom. 
Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find the things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else might not really work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work towards your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. And for me personally, that's huge. I know that I am not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I know that I'm not getting up at four in the morning to go work out. But by using Noom and having that little more of uh, flexibility and stability, it certainly helps with my journey here. Noom also makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons that help you gain confidence and a practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and cognitive behavioral approaches that teach you how to be mindful of your habit. 75% of Noom weight loss users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at Noom.com slash believe. Again, that is Noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe bl yeah well that's the thing as well like i own a series x but my tv does not i know i was day one or you know i tried day one ish shout out to the usos but you know my tv is not 4k it is not apparently 8k is out there do you do you are you does your tv have still av Wires with the red, black, and um, it does on the side of the TV. (laughs) It does, and that's how I hook up my GameCube. You know, I'm still in the past, but I I do have a PlayStation 4 Pro. Both of those consoles can do 4K, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. Like they're really high end graphics. I personally am not a snob over graphics. I run my PC at like basic settings. I just kind of want a game on a PC. I just think that's cool. That's what I want to do. Plus, I invested all the money in all these parts. I'm going to use it to its fullest potential but i want to now talk about just basically mid console refreshes and how sometimes companies are scheduling them like too soon in the console's life cycle or too late i look right now at what the switch just just did yes they released the base switch then there was the red box switch that had different things as far as but I also had better life for the controllers, which I actually own. Yeah, it, it has little minute improvements. And then you got the Switch OLED. There was no, rumors of a... No, it's Switch Lite. Nah. And then the Switch yeah. OLED. Which uh, there's going to be another, apparently, rumor Switch Pro. Everyone's using Pro, just like they're using Plus. But... Oh, you mean, you mean the Switch Pro that the Steam called it? It's actually called the Steam Deck, not the Switch Pro. Yeah, I know. The Switch Pro is crazy. It do be like that sometimes, but your thoughts on companies releasing these mid-cycle refreshes after people invested so much money in the base one? Like, is it worth it even now to, I mean, like, wait? Like, even at, like, let's say Kalo had the $500 in his pocket starting starting right at the start when the Xbox came out. All right, Macklemore, I have $5 in my pocket. Yeah, I'm looking for some bargains. Hmm. Would... Would it make sense, like you, using your brain? My Diamond Axe brain? 
this can go all different directions too, but is it worth like just going like skipping out on the base version of your console versus, you know, I'm going to wait for the mid cycle refresh and get the best possible console on. So, you know, you, you said it like, oh, these mid consoles coming way too soon. Those are the same people that would buy the console exclusive. Like the PS4 had it with the Spider-Man with the whole console. It's That's what I got. It's it's like those basically the same as the PS4, just a little bit more because it comes with the game and the console looks like the Spider-Man or the one that we saw that you can win as a prize. It's the Sonic one, oh which looks so freaking weird. Like it's just like not even the console looks weird. Thing that weird. Controller. And this is me being a huge Sonic fan. There was no need to make those controllers fuzzy. Like anywho. But I'm like, like I said, like, there's no point to buy these one unless you want to look cool and be like, hey, look, I got the Sonic exclusive Xbox series, whatever console. It's like, that's the same flex on that. It's like, no. And it, it spe- don't even get me started. If that console doesn't come with a Sonic game, what was the point of releasing it? No. To look cool, to flex, no, no. so to speak. To go- I can't flex. I, don't, I, got, I got noodle arms. Maybe the console runs as fast as Sonic does, so you can just process everything real no, that's fast. Too fast. That's too fast. That's that is. It, oh, shout out to Dom Toretto. But keep it, keep it in the family. Keep it in the family. Now, you knowing how gaming works, how there will eventually be an insert, like better built console, whatever it may be. Moving forward, are you going to skip the base console and then just get the upgraded one, or are you fine just rolling with the base one? Like I said, um. Coming back, like I said, I'm prior to our GTA, I owned the Xbox 360, and I kept that 360 until maybe three years after the cycle of the Xbox One. And at that time, they released an Xbox Series One that was kind of like the same as the original, but it wasn't day one. It was like a little bit different, and yeah. I got that, and I kept that to this day. And um, yeah, no, like unless my PS5 dies, like for some reason then I'm buying what, like I said, the newest PS5 that came out because I have a reason to buy a PS5 again. Otherwise, if my PS5 is still healthy, still going, still gathering that dust that's underneath my um, living room, then, and it doesn't turn on, then yeah, I'll go buy a PS5. Um, pro. Pro. You're going to be a pro gamer if you play that. But No, no I, I have a PS4 Pro. It didn't change my gaming status. That's false advertising on their part. You just gotta change your like FPS and that'll fix everything. You don't even know what FPS means. You're just sounding smart. Frames per second. DJM, wow. you forget I play Fortnite. I don't know how that translates, but I do. Anyway, what will make you become a pro gamer is listening to more episodes of the Get Comfy Game Break every single Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and of course the Believe Network. And we will see you guys next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.